Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. Everybody, welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the podcast where two redhead comedians pick a word, phrase, or concept and discuss it through their humorous gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. I'm Alex Tate. And Alex, today we've got our first guest on the podcast. Please yes. welcome Chanel. She's one of my friends from Austin. We're in a sketch troupe together. Chanel, how are you? I'm great. Just quarantined, that's all. Yeah, so bored. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited, too. Thanks for being the uh, inaugural guest. This will definitely blow up and get us millions of listeners now. It's going to change the game. Yeah, I know. I appreciate that. Uh, That you would be willing to lend us your talent uh, means a lot. Legit, yeah. Uh, Alex, do you have any, like, socially inept stories (laughs) this week? Oh, dude, other than, like, the rampant, disgusting use of anti-social distancing that everyone's doing right now in my town. No, not really. Yeah, uh... I'm also in Montana now, and I've noticed that, that no one here cares at all. No one gives a shit. <laughs> it's like way different than it was when I was in Texas, where it's quite literally like pandem- pandemonium down there. Like everybody's freaking out and all my friends are staying inside and they're like, you know, I'm getting Snapchat. So it's like day eight of the quarantine. And I like have to talk people out of going to the grocery store here. <laughs> the thing that's been challenging to me is people are um like... Some people are obedient, some people aren't, but I've been thinking, like, what is the timeline? And I just really wish we had a competent team heading this country that would say, like, hey, this is a scenario, here you go. Like, I think we're just all kind of just waiting to see if they figure it out, and that is the probably the worst part for me. Yes. No, I completely agree. Not knowing when things will return to, like, some level of normal. Mm-hmm. A couple of my the people in my life are, like, pretty hardcore Republican. And I just am so excited watching them try to explain their way out of this. <laughs> and you're like, you're going to probably cash that $1,200 check, huh? And they'll be like, well, yeah, but it's yes. from the Republicans. Oh. And you'll be like, well, that's called socialism. <laughs> I'm like, that is socialism. That is literally the definition of socialism. So what are we doing here? <laughs> um, or even beyond that, I've seen people comparing H1N1, the other flu strain, and that. And I'm like, people... Facebook is driving me crazy with people creating false comparisons and like comparing apples to oranges and this and the other. And I just, uh, it just shows me how much people just want to be told what to believe or what to do. And that would make them feel so much better. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. What do you guys think about this idea? Mark Zuckerberg goes on a quarantine of Facebook <laughs> and shuts down Facebook for this the rest of this time. It would make people so mad and they would be bored, but like maybe they would read a book, you know? It's funny you mention that because I, I've recognized that some people are posting like factual informational stuff about the quarantine and getting blocked or not blocked, but like having those posts being taken down. Like, oh yeah, yeah Facebook started doing this like, the positive information campaign of like, hey, this is what it actually is and don't freak out. Like stuff is getting flagged, which is really confusing. But I think that I've also seen people on Facebook be like, hey, guys, I need friends. Like, let's remind each other of good things. And so I feel like I see both and that helps. Um, but but also I have like one of those curated feeds where anyone I disagree with is no longer on my <laughs> going to post in front of me. Yeah. And I do the thing where I unfollow people, not unfriend them, because I still want them to see my content. (laughs) (laughs) Smart. 
It's like, I want you to pay to come to my shows, but I don't want to see what you have to say. Yeah, $5 is $5, whether or not I actually enjoy mm. it. Right. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of people on Facebook that are like, enough about the coronavirus. Post the 17th yeah. photo on your phone. <laughs> and I'm like, because you start that with enough about the coronavirus, your post is instantly about it. <laughs> yeah. I, but what is not about it right now? That is true. Uh, maybe the rest of this podcast? I don't know. Hard to say. Chanel, what is our word of the day? Our word of the day is resentment. Ooh. Oh, I like how our first guest on the show has instantly elevated the word of the day <laughs> to not a basic noun, which I have said every single day. It's okay. No, I like this. Resentment. Uh... I resent resent my neighbors that's valid and i am now i've like officially breached like grumpy old white man territory mm. and i just like stare out my windows when they come home <laughs> and i like stare at them and i have to say you know this has unfolded over a series of weeks like oh my fucking god because <laughs> at first i was really i was not on alex's side i was like you're complaining about your neighbors being loud like come on dude but then after as it's unfolded over like four or five weeks and i'm kind of with him now i'm like okay they need to uh chill out especially now that they're supposed to be quarantined and social distancing oh they don't give a shit it. They're like classic Gen Z. They're like, if I get it, I'll just heal from it. And I'm like, okay, that's I'm super stoked for you. Like, you <laughs> won't die if you get it. Um, but you're not gonna die. But god damn it, shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Just shut your mouth. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. <laughs> so that's my resentment. We can move on from this now. I apologize. Chanel, is there anything that you resent? Man, so much. Uh, I think I the main thing, because it's funny because uh, I brought the word up because someone told me this week that they resent me. And I just thought, that, yeah, oh. I just hold on to that a lot. <laughs> um, oh, my yeah. goodness. Uh, you know, being trapped in the house with family, the best things come up. Um, <laughs> but for me, I think something yeah. I resent maybe on a less... Uh, a traumatic level is uh i resent people who like to spoil things i resent people who Ooh. yeah people who like who don't just allow you to have your own process of doing things and um especially like now that i'm binging on stuff um i also on the flip side resent people who you ask them to watch a show with you and they say no 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 and then they watch later and it's like we could have watched together if you had just trusted mm. my recommendation so all of my resentment right now is around netflix basically in one form or another <laughs> <laughs> like, like like netflix etiquette yes i resent people who throw their nose up at that because it's important like if i've invested eight hours i want to enjoy the finale i don't want it to be ruined because you can stop saying something yeah no i have a problem with that sometimes where someone will be like oh yeah i'm watching this show and i'll think they're further along than they actually are mm -hmm. and i'll say something mm -hmm. like uh like love is blind for example well now i can't say it because it'll ruin i almost did it right there mm -hmm. <laughs> well because you get excited about it but yeah so just i do yes I just do. practice the hey how where what part are you at right now and then you can go from there wait yeah well i'm more so for me it's more like so we're in the house and my nieces are here and i'll start something and be like hey guys come watch with me be like i'm busy i'm on my phone i'm busy and then later they'll start watching it, and i'm like we could have just been sitting uh, here like it'll be like a span of yeah. six hours and i'm like if you had just started when i started we'd be on now i have to keep checking in to see where you're at and i don't know and then they were watching on it was actually the circle speaking of netflix and i got very into that show and my niece started after me and then I would listen to her watch it and then she would start listening like 
going through Instagram and I'd be like, did you stop watching it? She's like, I need a break. I'm like, no, you have to catch up to me so we can discuss it. Like, what are you, why are you, don't take your time. So oh, I totally feel that, that, uh, back in the era of CDs, I used to buy a lot of CDs and I would burn mixed CDs for my buddy Karsten and I would bring them to school and I'd be like, hey, take this home tonight and listen to it so we can talk <laughs> about these songs tomorrow. And if he didn't listen to it that night and he came to school and like I, I would get so upset <laughs> if it wasn't the first thing that he mentioned when he walked in. He wasn't like and it was, you know, dumb stuff like he would come in and I'd be like, so what'd you think of that Weezer song track number six? And he was like, oh, I haven't, I haven't listened yet. <laughs> and I'm like. You gave him that much info, he couldn't just lie. If you said, what did you think about that Weezer song, track number six, dude, I could have lied to your face about the entire fucking thing. Yeah, you were like, oh, good guitar solo, cheesy yeah. lyrics. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I love the lead singer, just always say that. One time, one time a girl gave me a mix CD, and I listened to the first song and didn't like it. And didn't listen to the rest of the CD and judged her completely off of that. And then like four months later, she was like, did you ever listen to that CD I gave you? And I was like, yep, loved it. And then we dated for a year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I would love to just stop and break down that whole story because so many things about that <laughs> are, are an issue for me. We got time. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. It was like... Well, first of all... I was not a good person. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Well, then getting that out front is really important. Um, no, just the fact that you... Because I'm always like, wait, what if the fourth song is where it picks up, right? Like, I would invest in something just to make sure I don't like it. Um, and that's, like, a bad habit that I've developed. But I think also, like, not even trusting your gut to be like, oh, I don't like this girl. Like, like the fact that she, she roped you in because you didn't want to hurt her feelings. And that's, like, the story of men and women dating since forever. <laughs> oh, I, I think it was much more basic. I think I was... 17 and didn't like this girl mm -hmm. and then she gave me this mix cd and then they were like she likes you and then i was like oh i could potentially have sex with this girl oh. i'm in <laughs> a new element because that's that's all i was thinking about when i was 17 did you have sex with the girl yeah <laughs> all right well that's the end of that story <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna pretend to not like mix CDs more often if that's what works. I don't. I, yeah, I don't think it works at all. I think I. Uh, and she was actually turned out to be lovely. I was gonna. I was more on the line of just I was wrong the entire time. Ah, yeah. But her music taste was shit. Yeah, that's a and curious it, like, thing. It continued to be shit like after you kept dating. Well, I, I say it was shit, and she, you know, she was listening to like bluesgrass music, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Skrillex is the oh. best right now." Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. again. Like seventeen year old me, that's what I was into. Y'all are yeah. both like on the trash spectrum and just one of y'all is more fur along than the other. <laughs> 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 okay, I have a controversial opinion I wanna share. Let's do it. Oh, I'm so excited. This this happens when black women interact in all white spaces. And I just wanna tell you guys, some of the music that you guys love is not good. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. I, I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, this does, I don't want to hear this. And I just get upset because it's like, uh, I, I definitely am anti Taylor Swift, for example. Uh -huh. Hate her. Uh -huh. Hate her, hate her to her core. Um, I also just, I feel like if it's, you know, like the music where it's just like, 
a girl just strumming on the guitar, like whispering. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not my genre. Yeah, that's not it. That's, as soon as I said Weezer, I was like. <laughs> no, actually, you know what's funny, though? I did have an alternative phase where I liked Weezer and I liked Modest Ooh. Mouse. And yeah. I even had an Evanescence CD, which makes no sense. Oh, it was like, yeah. Now was, we're getting into it. I no. saw you post that on Facebook the other day with, yeah. go- it was like Goofy from Diz, from yes. like Mickey Mouse doing Bring Me Back to Life. And I loved it. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, I had to, I stopped I was doing to listen to it but yeah I had that CD and I had like a whole phase and I remember like you know from Detroit and my family was like are you okay like what wh- who are the killers like what is this about and I was just like, <laughs> you know so who I just had that you? phase yeah but I, I've grown out of it now I just love trap music so. I was gonna ask what yeah what are you listening to now now it's mostly it's like a lot of rap and hip-hop um I do like soul music and like neo soul and like the art like so thanks Solange or like Erica Badu I definitely love that stuff okay and yeah, then yeah. um as far as I, I definitely like don't mind some pop stuff but I've been very into uh like the stories or like the feelings behind music a lot and if I can't mm-hmm. like relate to it on that level then I don't really listen to it. But um, it's also become very curated as far as like iTunes, right? Like whatever I'm like yeah. listening to, my my station is updated. Oh, and then also like I'm a diehard Mac Miller fan, like have been okay. mourning since he passed, mm-hmm. like and planning my Mac Miller tattoo, like all that stuff. So like I love, like if you think about like what kind of music do I love, like pinpoint that right there and that'll expand from there. Cool. I, Alex actually got me into rap. It was like... 2016 there was like a bunch of crossover albums that year like life of pablo and coloring book and a couple crossover from rap and gospel like what was the crossover for you what oh like it crossed over into like mainstream popularity oh okay 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 but what about jay-z before then i was gonna say i got into rap because in the widest way possible because of the Jay-Z and Linkin Park crossover. <laughs> and I was yep. listening to Linkin Park and I was like, who is Jay-Z? All he does is talk on music. <laughs> who is Jay-Z? <laughs> I love that. Like I, I say, love that know, take. That fucker, I grew up in Wyoming. You're like, who's this guy? And then, <laughs> yeah. And then I found myself like enjoying the Jay-Z parts more than I enjoyed the Linkin mm. Park parts. Mm. Yeah, well, he's a way better rapper. Than Mike Shinoda. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention Nelly and... Oh, uh, yes. Oh, wait, what was the guy? <laughs> who was the country guy? <laughs> Tim McGraw? Was it Tim McGraw? <laughs> I, I think, think so, that's who yeah. it was. Yeah, they did a... I don't know if it was a song or a crossover, but um, when they did Nelly and Over and Over Again, that was like... That song killed the airwaves. Who's... What... Have you heard Brad Paisley, Accidental Racist? What? Nope. Because he did that. He did a version with like LL Cool J and it's horrible. But it just reminded me of that. The Nelly one is maybe a little better. (laughs) Okay, now can you make a mixtape of me with crossovers that borderline racist? I would love. I would would listen to that CD overnight. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm glad that I can be the one to do that for you. But I know I'm going to have to, like, I'm going to be, like, long day, did all this stuff, and it's 1230. I'm like, oh, shit, I haven't listened to this album. He's going to yeah. call me tomorrow at 8, and he's just going to stay up and study. I have to listen to this borderline racist music. <laughs> I got to say, I think my first exposure to rap was Eminem. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, you're talking to a Detroiter, so. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. still my favorite. And I remember seeing the video for Stan when I was a kid and I was like, what is this? No, that's it's heavy. It was heavy. Like um, him burying his mom and cleaning out my closet. Yeah. Like yeah. it was heavy. And it's funny because now that he's older, I hear a lot of people say, like, you know, I'm tired of hearing that, you know, I'm going to rape somebody and kill my mom. And I'm like, I 
not tired. I don't know what I don't know what to say. I don't know why, but like I still love Eminem. Like even though I know a lot of it is very against the politics that I do have otherwise, I just feel like I understand him as a artist so much that I, it, it just he gets a pass for me, which is terrible. But it, like for a great example of a um like a recent diss track, did you guys? I don't know how deep you are in the hip hop news, but like so Eminem and Nick Cannon had like a light feud. Last at the end of last year. <laughs> well, that's been going on for a while, right? It has. Because of because Eminem hates Mariah Carey, <laughs> which I, think I find more hilarious. Like, he's more like his ex who he misses. I that's my take. Like I think oh. that they definitely yeah they definitely dated. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Mariah Carey and Nick are no longer together. But whenever Eminem takes a shot at her, you know Nick Cannon comes to her defense. And so anyway, there was a new round of diss records from Nick Cannon that he was apparently using to try to get Eminem to come on Wild and Out, which I cannot think of a better person on Wild and Out because, like, just any rapper I know who actually can freestyle, like, that's what I want to see. But anyway, so he made a song and he took one of Eminem's songs that he made when he was, like, 17. Because there's this whole, this broke years ago when I was in Detroit that Eminem had a black girlfriend when he was young and she broke his heart. And so he just went into, like, all these he started making all these diss records to black women, which is oh, <laughs> so oh Lord. terrible. But it's also like, you know, I don't know. I, I, in my mind, I don't know how that's different than any other black rapper that talks bad about black women. Like it, it But there, I do know how it's different, but it's just like, no matter what, we're talking about disrespect. So anyway, Nick Cannon took one of the choruses from that song and used that and made a song about how terrible it is. And so basically Ooh. the lyrics are literally... Black girls are bitches. Black girls are dumb. That's the words that M- in Eminem's own words. But the beat was so great. I was like, <laughs> I kind of yeah. like this song. <laughs> His so, track was hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I'm. I still need help. I don't okay, know. I want to. I want to know what side you're on in the Eminem Machine Gun Kelly fight. Or That's feud. a tough one because I do love Machine Gun Kelly. I actually, if I. I'm on Eminem's side, but I do think that Machine Gun Kelly's song was really good. Like I agreed. Yeah, I've liked him since he came out with Wild Boy. Like I remember those days. And honestly, my solution is that they need counseling because they need each other. They're in love. They're they're the same <laughs> oh. person. Chanel, I so my buddy Grant watched the Machine Gun Kelly video and mm-hmm. he noticed how weirdly he holds a shovel in that video. <laughs> so I we made a response rap called Shovel God where I'm talking to – I'm oh like, I'm dissing Machine Gun Kelly for his shovel skills. Uh, I can send it to you later. You would want to be in this beef. You're like, hey, guys, don't white guy here, only me out. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I'm firmly on his side because at the end of his track, he talks about like reaching out to Eminem, you know, like we need each other. Let's be friends. And I was like, that's why I'm on his side because he disses him. He spends the whole time. But it's almost like from a place of like friendship. Like, hey, man, yeah. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear and then we're going to hug it out. Yeah, or he's he also says that, so, and I don't know if I should believe all this stuff, but he talks about how Eminem almost like tried to stop him from getting play. Like there was something around him and some radio station, and like he kind of put up a soft block against MGK. And um, I think it seemed like he was surprised by it. And I feel like I've heard a lot about people of that era, like the Eminems and the Diddies and the the people who are that solidified, where. They do shady stuff around business to block people who they don't like. And, uh, and or I mean, Nicki Minaj is another great example. Like they, you hear about these things in the background with these newcomers. And it's like you would do so much better to just put your arm around them. And to end 
my rap, my rap tirade. Um, that's a great example of why Jay-Z is amazing because when he found J. Cole, he mentored him instead of like trying to, like, he literally was like, there's a, there's a clip somewhere where he says, you know, I want the kid who's drumming on a cereal box and rapping better than me. That's what I want on my label. And he went out and like created a, and what's the word? Not an entourage. What's the word of a protege, (laughs) a protege. I don't know where entourage came from, but yeah. So that's how much I love rap that I can get all into it like that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, quick, just one stray thought. Is it bad that I don't like Pusha T because in every song he goes, yeah, no, <laughs> undecided. Because okay. how do you not like Pusha T? No, I do like him. But in every single song, he just goes, yeah, he just goes, yeah, I just, you know, it's like, but it's, it's like, Ugh. It's like the Rick Ross sound. It's like the chance. Ha, the, like, yeah, Montana. chance has yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying, like, how can you not like his sound? I don't know. That's fair. I, I, I will say, like, I, I first heard Chance off of like his first mixtape, and I found that noise annoying. Mm-hmm. And I didn't listen to Chance for a while afterwards, and then came back around to Chance, and then was painfully obsessed with Chance for way too long of it. I'm like horribly a obsessed with. Horribly obsessed with Chance. Yeah, it's basically me judging things at face value, <laughs> instantly not liking it, and then immediate, and then like it takes like four or five months for me to be like, I was super wrong about that. I love it. I want to walk back and talk about something Chanel said earlier, where because I'm the same way, where you listen to like track four to make sure you don't like something, or like a TV show, you'll get in like five or six episodes before you finally give up on it. I'm the exact same way. I will watch about eight minutes of a TV yep. show. <laughs> Can and we if can, it doesn't grab me, I'm out. <laughs> can we continue to just find things where me and Jacob are like, okay, like I had to watch, read to the end of the book. And Alex is like, mm, prologue was not that cool. I'm yeah. like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> the, the author's note it. didn't really compel yeah. me. <laughs> All I do is literally, literally judge books by covers. <laughs> I really want you to watch The Circle then, the the show I recently got obsessed with, because that's all it was about, was like people lying about who they were to say, hey, don't judge a book by its cover. And I kind of think there's something low-key genius in that. Um, but I also will say, to, in my, to let you know that I'm a little bit more trash than I've seen, is that I will watch something to episode four, like say 10 episodes or whatever. I will watch something... I would definitely go to episode eight because I'm like, I need to give this a chance. And then if I really like it, I would just leave it. I would just have nine and ten just waiting for me for years. Like, for example, <laughs> I finished Breaking Bad last year. And yeah. I and I like I avoided spoilers that whole time, which is amazing. And yeah. then I also um like I'm st- I still haven't finished Walking Dead. I'm not caught up. Like I just have all these shows that I got obsessed with. And then I'll be like, ah, or like or like the office. Like I finally watched the office last year too. So like, I'm kind of, um, I like, we'll get really into something. And then I'll be like, uh, no, I'll be like, I'm not, I'm going to come back to this. And then it'll be two years. (laughs) For what it's worth on the walking dead. I have never given up wholeheartedly on a show. Like, like you said, I've never been so, I was so into the walking dead Mm -hmm. and I have firmly just given up on that show. I I don't think you're missing anything in the later seasons. They're just awful. Cause you get invested. Yeah, sort of (laughs) at this point. Like I, like I said, like the season, like six on is just atrocious. So Chanel, every episode, uh, we get a police blotter from my hometown newspaper, which publishes twice a week. And, uh, there's always something interesting, uh, in it. Just okay, is there, do me a favor. If there's any unarmed shootings, just skip those. There aren't. Okay, uh, don't great. Worry. Yeah. 
That does not happen in Lewistown, Montana. Please At 11.08 a.m., a caller reported a low-hanging tree in an alley. <laughs> Tight. Okay, hold on. Yeah, so, so was someone... A, was the tree hanging higher at one point and it became low? Was it just the first time someone noticed the tree was there? This is what I want to know. I need better detail from the police. I, exactly. That's all it says. <laughs> and so you're like, was it... Yeah, like, what part of it? The tree is hanging low? Like, Wait, is it a then, mugger in a tree outfit waiting to gra- grab somebody <laughs> through the alley? Like, what? It's like looming over the alley. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, these... People are tying up the emergency line with stuff like that. When Mm -hmm. someone, I've used this example like nine times already, someone across town could be dying of a heart attack and not like get into dispatch because someone's saying, oh, there's a tree that's hanging. (laughs) (laughs) Might want to come check it out. Yeah, might want to come check it out. Or this one. At 6.02 p.m., a caller reported a cow dog running loose in the area of Fifth and Brassy. Oh, dude, for what it's worth, for people that don't know, (laughs) if this is a real like ranch dog, I have never been more terrified of a dog in my life than, like, a ranch dog. They're, like, unhinged lunatics. They're used to just, like, hurting and biting people that aren't... They're, they're like, crazy loyal and to their owners or masters or whatever. And I hate ranch dogs or cow Wait, dogs. you guys gotta take a step back. Ranch or cow dogs, do they look like regular dogs? Yeah, yeah, It's just a dog that is, like, a working dog. Like, they're actively using oh it. Yeah. Do they have unions? What is the cow dog union? Um, no, but like they, they're usually mangy because they live outside mm. uh, and you can't coddle them mm. uh, lest they be deprogrammed and ineffective at their herding mm. job. That's yeah. Sad. So they like purposely show them like no attention. They like the ranchers. They treat them well, but they don't show them like love and affection. Yeah, like you yeah. would it's a not pet. a business partnership with a dog. It's not like a yeah, pet. Yeah. yeah, it's like a tool. It's like a hammer or a screwdriver or a ranch dog. Ooh, you guys are gonna upset some PETA people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> and then this next one and this last one will upset more people. But it's part of an ongoing saga that we've had the last couple of weeks. Uh, at six oh nine p.m., a caller reported an injured deer in a residential yard. The caller was advised to let nature take its course, and that if the deer died in their yard it was their responsibility to dispose of it (laughs) this this is this happens a lot we had one last week where someone was called in and they were like hey there's a dead deer in my yard can you come get it and the police were like nope that's your problem no i love that the police would say no to somebody (laughs) no um Oh, now here's the funny part. This could happen in Detroit or Michigan, wherever you're at, because there are plenty of places that are very like, you know, still yeah, not non-urban, um, especially like out by my mom's house. And the deer part is not too upsetting. Like, OK, that happens and that's really sad. But deer are kind of shitty animals. And then <laughs> <laughs> but if you told me that, the, like, I would cuss the police out like there. I'd be like, come get this motherfucking deer. Like, what are you talking about? Like, bitch, get out. <laughs> like, what are you saying? I would be so I think I would start like calling the police to ask for the manager <laughs> to like cuss them out over and over. I cannot imagine. No way. Uh, I can guarantee you someone in my hometown has gone to the police and asked to speak to a manager. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? And but her I name also... is probably Karen. I, yeah. See, you took it out. I would not call this me. I'd be like, hello, 
this is Karen Johnson, and I'd like to know, can you please uh, bring the, Yeah, like, I'm not calling like me. No, no, no. That's good. They're that's coming good. with guns if I call me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, There's probably someone in that town that would be pretty stoked with a dead deer, though. Like, they could call that person. Come get true. cousin Jimmy. Yeah. Jim or, Jim. you know, if you butcher Come a get deer. Come deer. And you, know, you can eat a deer. You just have to take oh. care of it properly and in time, you know, like you don't want the meat spoiling and stuff. These are things I don't have to think about. I also like that they they were advised they were advised to let nature take its course. As And now I picture this person on the phone with the police staring at this deer who's like dragging <laughs> its leg, just like waiting for it to die in their yard. Yeah, like some... you're trying to watch Love is Blind on Netflix yeah. and there's this deer just dying in your yard. Just like, <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Like, one time I used to live in an apartment that was like in the in a heavily wooded section and we slept with our window open because it was hot and we were on the second floor and I heard the most obscene noise and I think it came from a deer that was dying. I can't ex- it was blood curdling. It was oh. the weird it was like two AM yeah, and it was the most disturbing noise I've ever heard in my entire life. It was the weirdest thing. Uh, one cool thing mm-hmm. the deer do here is uh, we used to have a trampoline in my backyard and the deer would get on it and sleep on it. Oh, it was jumping? I only yeah. want to see the jump, the jumping deer on the trampoline. I don't want to see it <laughs> just sleep. No. <laughs> bouncing up and down. That's not as fun. I want to see the deer like, come on, guys, come in. What are you doing? No, that's fair. I would love to see some <laughs> jumping. Call the police. They're like, yeah. oh, so some deer were jumping on my trampoline. And one of them fell off and broke its arm. Yeah, but hold on. I got to TikTok it real quick. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now I'm going to pull up the Detroit police blotter. <gasps> okay, it. there was a murder. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if we have a blotter. It's just like the police, like, it's bad out here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our police bladder, it takes place in like, it, it's like half of a page in a bi weekly newspaper. I, lo- I actually love that. And they include in the Lewistown police bladder non crimes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing Jacob mentioned there was a crime in any way. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just caught that. That's beautiful. I kind of love that. Um, yeah, wait, how would I know if someone got murdered, though? Seriously. I don't know. Maybe it's in, like, the sheriff's log or something. Cool. Hey, before we move on, we do have to talk about Love is Blind. We just have to spend a couple minutes discussing this. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Alex, did you finish it. episode one? I, I want to talk about one thing in particular, and it's... I finished... I watched two episodes. Um, I mean, <laughs> I have so many... No! And I liked it. It was mainly because I have so many other trash reality TV shows that I'm watching mm-hmm. currently that I could not keep up. Um, I want to talk about one thing. I don't know her name because I the uh, the white lady who's like 34 years Jessica. old. Jessica. I know. What the fuck is the mm-hmm. voice she is using? Which one? When this she- one? Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> Hi, baby. I missed you all day. It, I honestly, I've never been so turned off in my life. Mm, there's this Daniel Tosh joke where he says that, um, you know, how is it fair that black comedians get to make like the hi i'm brian voice for white guys and they're like you can't do a black voice as a white comedian and jessica just proved that there is a such thing as a white girl voice where it's like oh. yes fake oh, ass yeah. voice like what is that oh my god it is the most atrocious thing i've ever heard i fucking <laughs> hate it and i can't speak for white women of course but i fully believe everyone has the right to do a white girl voice 
Yeah, it's because oh, it's yeah. like it doesn't even belong to you anymore. It's just a high pitched sound, really. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, she Jessica just, she does sucks. not get better. Yeah. <laughs> I've been seeing, so actually last night somebody sent me like a, a T account, meaning like a backstage, like, you know, this, like, this is what I heard about production account. And Ooh. they were saying that Jessica didn't want to be on with Mark from the beginning, but couldn't really pull out. And then also, which I don't know if I agree with that. I think she was there because she wanted to be there, but. The other thing, is, so they said, like, the whole idea was she had to act it out or whatever, but I don't believe her. And then the second thing was that when Diamond and Carlton broke up, they brought in Kelly and Kenny. So Kelly and Kenny would not have been on the show if it wasn't oh. for that. Yeah. And then the third thing that was interesting was there's another couple that did get engaged. I don't think they stayed together, but they didn't go to Mexico. They did their own private honeymoon <laughs> so they could be off the show. So... Yeah, there are some so things. So it actually works for those that couple. There yeah. was one couple that it actually worked for and no, we didn't was, hear about it. There's there two that several. are still together at least, yeah. Three. There's, there's yeah. three. The one didn't get married. Um I don't oh, know. Oh, you're right. Damien yeah. and Gigi are still together, aren't they? They're probably the happiest. Well, no, they're not the happiest. Lauren and Cameron are like the Lauren vision. Lauren and Cameron are so cute. Oh my god, they're the vision. But it was also like I was so relieved to know that they were together because when Cameron was getting stressed about her loving him back, I was, oh, not loving him back, but wanting to get married. I was upset. I was like, Lauren, do not do this to this man. He's a good man. <laughs> he loves you. Like, let him love you. Cause he was yeah. just struggling with, but I also could relate so much. Cause she was like, I live alone. I'm a very independent person. I'm a homebody. And here's this man who actually likes me. And the saddest part was that none of these women were used to being loved. Like they were very, it was very weird for them to have men really into them. They really picked a crop of very like, uh, individual Mm-hmm. women it seemed mm-hmm. like all the guys were very ready for mm-hmm. love like i'm so excited to get married and have three kids and blah 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 and all yeah, these and women were our like, age yeah and all these women have like excellent careers and they live alone and they're very like individually strong people i don't and know i thought that was an interesting dichotomy between the two yeah i can't call it because i'm like i really do think that um me and jacob were talking about this offline and i feel like it really does come from once you realize how much like getting married early is a sacrifice and then you actually have your independence as a woman, like for me personally to get married, it like it'd have to be like Michael B. Jordan. And he also <laughs> just gives me his money up front. Like it just, you know what I mean? I can't think about any, like what else yeah. it would be. Cause the, cause the idea is that eventually you're going to lose your independence and you're going to potentially be the one who has to give up your career for having a baby and give up your, like there's all these um, pieces that come with it that, now that women are more liberated, they like don't they're they're reluctant about it because it's a like that whole ball and chain idea. I think I'm realizing was bullshit growing up because it was men acting like women were gonna treat them so bad. But it's like no, the reality is that men get to still live their lives. A lot of times, I'm bothered being after being married. So yes, apparently there's a deep dialogue that can come from this show that is kind of trash, but it's amazing. And I, I, yeah, and I wonder if Netflix intended that. I don't think they did. I think they just happened upon some sort of deeper meaning. Oh, I also, just my other qualm with the show, and this is a broad sweeping qualm, mm-hmm. is that they're all beautiful. Oh, yeah. Not <laughs> we one talked about that. Where are the uggos? I could not relate to any of these people. It's like, none of these people look like me. Look at how beautiful they all are. Well, they did do Mark wrong, which Mark is a very attractive. There's nothing wrong with Mark. But Jessica treated Mark like he was like, a dweeb <laughs> it was just like she acted like when she saw him like he was nothing and i'm like this guy's not bad like what are you talking about so yeah 
He definitely doesn't appear 24. He was, he definitely, yeah. I didn't, he didn't seem 24 until they visited his apartment. And then he has like two roommates and they're like, oh, Mark never does the dishes. And I was like, oh, there's the 24 year old in him. Yeah. Um, no, but you're right. Like, and I think I'm kind of scared about that though, because what does happen when it's like married at first sight, it's like something like that where people then have to deal with being treated a certain way because of how they look. Like, I almost don't know if I want to really deal with the reality of watching, a less a less traditionally attractive person or a person who's less attractive to someone else someone else have to go through processing that or being told like oh well at least i love your insides like i hate that yeah i think that's yeah. something that like british tv handles more than american yeah, TV. they have real people like they don't they don't oh, maybe they do a little bit but hollywood for them is a little bit different uh we got to wrap things up because alex has to go to work is there anything else you guys want to chat do about just want to chat about who the fuck is Vanessa Lachey when did Nick get remarried <laughs> I just really don't like being surprised like that <laughs> I, I, every time he introduces one of them he'll go I'm Nick Lachey and this is obviously Vanessa Lachey or he'll say I'm obviously Nick Lachey and I'd like I don't it's not obvious I didn't I know who you were I think he's trying to show that he's okay with making fun of himself but uh, okay it didn't come across no <laughs> like, it definitely so didn't the yeah. yeah, role of like host or MC for one of these shows, AKA like Chris Harris from the bachelor. Chris Harris has the best job (laughs) in the history of mankind. That man doesn't do jack shit. He he doesn't do fucking anything except go to beautiful locations and and play golf. And then, walk up and go when there's only one rose on the table go this is the final rose and i go no <laughs> shit sherlock thank you and then he walks up it's all he does it's the literally the best job on earth yeah no i need to be hired for one of these because if i'm at a reunion and people are fighting i'm going to stoke the fire until oh yeah people you gotta dig yeah. in yeah. Mm-hmm. But, oh, well why does that make you feel that way what is she oh you mean when she called you a bitch yeah that was terrible like i'm just gonna <laughs> add to it um, but yeah, I so, think uh, we can do like an Austin dating show. I think that's a great idea. We should, but people will really reveal, and it'll be like, ill. <laughs> it'll be like, why haven't you combed your hair? Like, it'll just be so much. Like, the people actually would not be beautiful. <laughs> no, that's true. Or like, someone will be like, I grew up in downtown Austin, and he grew up in Round Rock, we're yeah. worlds apart. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, we're definitely gonna write that. So stay tuned for. The Love is Blind remake. Yes, I'm into it. Chanel, thank you so, so thank much you for guys. joining us. I'm going to go ginger when I dye my hair again so I can Hell be a part yeah. of the crew. Hey. <laughs> oh, sorry, Chanel. Do you want to plug anything before The only we leave? thing I will plug is that eventually I have a podcast coming out called Want a Podcast, and it is a straight-up improv podcast that, like, where we will be doing like improv comedy. Um, and it's pretty cool with uh, not to mention coronavirus, but with the virus happening right now, we're a little bit delayed in production, but it'll be out eventually. So keep a lookout. Love it. Awesome. Thank you. And guys. Uh, yeah, thank you. Y'all have listened to this podcast before, uh, you know, go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, email us questions. Uh, you know, I don't need to repeat all that stuff. <laughs> Bye, Alex. Bye. Bye, Chanel. <laughs>